0: shut up and sit down welcome to another episode of business bros as always we want to take a moment to remind you why you're here and listening to us today thank you by the way And if you're ever, uh, if you are investing your valuable time into this podcast, because, I mean, let's let's face it, you probably understand the truth behind uh, Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. You're in a box, you need help getting out of that box, and the person on the outside is going to help you do that. So, if you are the type of person who wants to make some more money, maybe cultivate yourself some financial freedom, quit your current 9-to-5 job, Or if
1: you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, be a better business
0: owner, or be of service to others, then the Business Bros would love to help you turn your self-employed business into an OPR business alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, also known as... E equals MC squared. So please visit our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T dot com. And then as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions. What actions did I take today to reach my goal?
1: What's holding me back from achieving my goal?
0: And what am I waiting for? I need to schedule my free coaching call today. Now, without further ado, let's jump into today's topic, which is why you go. did uh, you go into business in the first place?
1: Why did you go into business in the first place? I love this topic.
0: I, I mean, you know, I, I, in our previous podcast, we were talking about um, the effect that having to grow up in a public school system, you know, not having any other options to think about, like that kind of pushes you know it, it really puts a damper on our on our initial dreams right I mean, yeah
1: it puts us in in a box right uh, I think in the last episode we talked about how college or formal education really teaches you how to be an employee so it kind of puts you on this path of you know working until you're 65 growing old and dying
0: yeah well if you think about you know if you go way back I and mean, when the public school systems and a lot of the public systems in the FDR era were designed they were designed to put people back to work. So at the time, you know, finding that good employment and being a quality, well-rounded individual, that made sense. Right. Right. It's just today's age; it, it, things are a little bit different. I mean, that was almost different.
1: almost a hundred years ago. That was like,
0: yeah. We've come quite a long way. So we definitely have. But the system that we have for educating our youth stays the same.
1: Right. Not a lot That's has changed
0: problem. in the diversity of what is being taught in schools. And so, you know, if you if you think about that. You talk to a kindergartner, you talk to a sixth grader, you talk to an eighth grader, you talk to a senior, there's different things that they want to be in life, but their dreams, their aspirations, their hopes. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we're pushing them through a system that kind of crams that hope and turns it into let's mold it into something else that we think is a little more conforming, you know? It's Easier to
1: mass produce is it's what it is. much easier to
0: mass produce. And, and so, you know, kids end up going to school and doing really well or not doing, you know, doing okay either way or not doing well at all, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're either going to crap out. They're going to be average or they're going to be above average, right? Uh, sure. Pretty yeah, much we can it.
1: simplify it to that. <laughs> yeah. So all right. you're there's, either going to have. Kids, there's no spectrum at all. <laughs> there's no spectrum at
0: all. So you're either going to have kids that graduate high school, don't graduate high school, but enter the workforce right then and there.
1: Okay. Right. That makes a little more sense. Sure.
0: Or you're going to have the kids that maybe do some college, you know, and then enter the workforce. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have some kids that complete university level and enter the workforce. Right, right. right. And all we're saying is that they're they're going through this system and they're going to end up going to a job, a predetermined almost place of employment, not mm-hmm. necessarily being what they've always wanted to do. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And, and I'm not saying that all of them can just, you know, be football players or baseball players or firefighters. I mean, you can do. There are some that are going to achieve that goal. Right. But for the most part, what I'm trying to say is they're conforming to this thing. Right. They're, they're, their job was to do go to the next level, do the next thing because that's what you're supposed to do. And now they're doing what they're supposed to do.
1: They're becoming another spoke on the wheel or, in the words of Pink Floyd, another brick in the wall.
0: Another brick in the wall. So when when something happens in their life and they either, you know, get a little taste of, you know, maybe a little side hustle. They opened a garage sale and they made a couple bucks, you know. Or maybe, maybe
1: they took uh, Mr. C.S.'s financial algebra p- class in their senior year.
0: Yeah, they took my class their senior year and we built a little brownie business. We'll talk about the brownie business here later. I'm looking forward to that conversation. Legit brownies, by the way legit just, just making sure we're you know <laughs> these, these are high school kids these folks. Are high school kids come on so anyways <laughs> um we can switch it to donuts it'll work the same way <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh anyways uh you know they, you get a little taste of this entrepreneur bug right this mm-hmm. entrepreneur little idea flopped on something your head Something lights up inside and them. something inside you is like whoa that was cool i want to do it again Right. right. And you start thinking about, you know, it, it's almost like I can relate it to the lottery scratcher feeling, you know, like if I, I mean, not the lottery scratcher, the lottery ticket, like the Mega Millions or Super mm-hmm. Lotto Plus or whatever. You buy a ticket and just for a moment, you start thinking about all the possibilities.
1: Right. right? Yeah, you, you thinking, definitely do.
0: dude. I would pay off my house or I would sell this house or heck, I just buy a house for everybody. And, mm-hmm. you know, whatever mm-hmm. goes on in your head. At uh, that moment, that Let euphoria. Let me win that
1: $300 million jackpot.
0: Right. I'll be set for life. I would, like, you know, go to the beach. I would buy my own beach house. I all right. Know. All right.
1: We're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. All
0: right. Well, that's what I'm kind of saying is that euphoria that you have at that particular moment. That's kind of what you get that first time that an entrepreneur bug hits you, right? That's what you feel. You're thinking, man, if I could just make an extra two, $300 a month, if I could just do this, you know, two or three more times, then I could pay off my debt.
1: All of a sudden, you're at you know six hundred or thousand dollars a month,
0: and you're like, oh, okay, I'm doing good. Maybe I could do a little more, right?" Next and thing
1: you know, you're at two thousand dollars a month,
0: but now you're starting to get really you know excited, and things are starting to grow. That was the initial reason why you got in the first into business in the first place, right? You needed to make a profit. You wanted to make money.
1: Well, yeah, you wanted to make more money than what you're making right now.
0: Right, 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 but. Somewhere along the way, we lose track of, you know, what it is that we're doing. That little dream gets kind of stomped on because we're tied to our jobs. We need the money, you know, and I have to exchange my time for money. That's what I know. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not able to take that leap and just go do what I want to do. By the way, we're not recommending you just quit your job. <laughs> just throwing that out there right no, now.
1: Definitely don't do that unless you have, you know, a plan already in place.
0: But, but I do want you to think about what's holding you back from being able to quit your job that makes sense. You know, I'm not saying quit. I'm just saying why, what's stopping you and question it, it at least, at least question it and, and be honest with yourself. Cause if you really think about it, the reason why most of us go to a job, go to a work is cause we're tied to that income, right? It's, it's a necessity. We can't it, live without it. It's our security. Yeah. Right. It's our security blanket. And so the fact that we're, we're tied to that income, it really grabs a, a hold of where we would want to be right we're kind of like um let's see what was a good example in that's the star wars with ray where Mm -hmm. you know every day she goes and she looks for scrap right right because when she comes back with her scrap he's going to give her a portion of food Mm -hmm. and so you could not do that that day and go find and build something for yourself but you're giving up you might lose that one portion of food that that you're getting on a daily basis You know, And that makes a huge difference for a lot of people. They're tied to that one portion and giving up any other additional time to go out and build something for themselves, no matter how cool it is, it's hard for them to give that up. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, you got, and you you throw kids into the mix and it's, you know, a whole different ballgame.
1: Yeah. Forget about it. Now it's not just your portions. It's everybody's portions. It's
0: everybody's portions. Mm -hmm. And and the risk that you're going to take is kind of a, you know, how do you get, how do you get away from that?
1: Right. And especially when you have, you know, family and people that you care about and you have that uh, secure job, oftentimes there's benefits involved. And it, then it's not just the income, it's also the benefits, right? It's right. also making sure that you can take care of
0: everybody's health. Exactly. And those are all, all big, heavy responsibilities that weigh on your shoulders, right? They're holding. Those are the true things that are holding you back from quitting that job. Because let's be honest, if you did, if you had a choice, if money wasn't an issue you wouldn't probably be at that job. Probably very, not. Very few of us would be at a job that, you know, if we didn't need it. Right, 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 right.
1: Most people don't do what they love every day. They learn to love what they do and, you know. It's kind of well, a... hopefully they learn to love what they do.
0: Hopefully they learn to love what they do. So if, if we're looking at that from that aspect, if we're saying these are the things that are holding us back, right, mm-hmm. at least we've identified the things that we can target. In other words, those are the problems that are the core problems in why I haven't quit my job yet, right? And at the same time, now I know that if I'm going to eventually do that, I have to attack those problems. Mm -hmm. One of them is time, right? You want to have more time. So, how do you, right now you're in the process of exchanging your time for money. You're in the mindset of I need to go to work from 9 to 5 so I can get my paycheck to pay my bills for, you know, January 1st to January 31st. Right. Right? You're definitely locking up a lot of that time. So, essentially, we're stuck in being slaves to our jobs. We're stuck. We're stuck.
1: We're not going anywhere.
0: So, how do we solve that problem? It sounds to me, I mean, if, if, if I'm laying this out right as best as I can, as, with as much description as possible, I'm saying that the thing that's holding us back is money.
1: Yeah. Well, that's exactly what you're talking about. You're tied to the income, right? And without the income, you have to put in that
0: time from
1: 9 to 5.
0: Okay. So, we're on the same page. I'm saying that the reason why we haven't quit our job is because of the finances, because of the money. Mm -hmm. now let's go back a little step further what was the thing that sparked your entrepreneur spirit
1: it was that little extra bit of money
0: it was that little extra bit of money right it was that that's what got you thinking that's what sparked that little thing in your head when you were a little kid that you wanted to grow up and be superman right Mm -hmm. it was that euphoria of wow i can do something different that's what a superhero does (laughs) right? That's who our, our, our leaders, our mastermind team. That's who we look up to. The reason why we look up to them is because they can do something different, but is it really all that different? Or is it just focused on what it is, the problem that they have to get away from the thing they don't want to do? Right.
1: Focusing on the problem that they have to get away from the thing that they don't want to do.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) If that makes sense, it does. All right. So the objective here is to learn to make more money. Right. That's what we're trying to do here. That's what I'm trying to inspire you to do. If you can look at your your job and getting away from that piece that you want to get rid of by finding a solution, which is or find a solution to the problem. And we've identified the problem to be income. Then we need to find another way to get you more income. And this is the reason why you got in business in the first place. You have some sort of passion behind you. You have some sort of idea. You have something that you're good at. Let's learn to take that thing that sparked your interest and make it into what i like to call your side hustle i mean that's a little thing on the side that's bringing you your revenue gotta have a side hustle right and having a side hustle is a must it's a must right and so you know I, i i'm coining this phrase your purpose in business is to be of service to other people but your business's purpose is to make a profit and there's a big difference you, as an individual, you should always be of service to other people mm-hmm. right and people i think I think where the misconception if you ask somebody, you know, hey, do you want to be a doctor or do you want to go into business right People have a negative connotation of business because I don't think they understand um they 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 are focusing specifically only on the profit, and that's true for the business itself. but if you are a person, your purpose in business is to be of service to other people is' to find a solution
1: right so and i guess i i'm thinking as you're talking i'm thinking about amazon right one of the biggest companies in the world how are they a service to people or how is jeff bezos i guess (laughs) uh how how was amazon a service that's right convenience right you get online you order something boom it shows up at your house two days later
0: absolutely it was right it was easy for the end buyer
1: Right, but the bu- the purpose of the business itself. So that's
0: that's Jeff Ge-
1: Bezos's Jeff purpose. Bezos's purpose is convenience. Yes. Find a way to make something convenient for someone, and find a way to mass produce that. That's your job in business. That's your purpose in to be business. Of service, and is he's to be of, of service, service
0: to half the households in the United States.
1: Amazing, half the households in the U.S.
0: So he's of service to half the households in the U.S. And because he is of service to as many people as possible, he's one of the wealthiest men. Right. Right? Yep. So his business is turning a profit. But his purpose for being in business was to service to help service as many people as possible. Right. Great example. Yeah. Love it. I'm going to make one a, a little bit smaller. So I encourage my students at this point to come up with uh, a business plan. And we're doing that for our first semester. So I want them to have something that's, that they can take action on today. That if if we were to implement this, they can start making money in this week. A little bit of setup, a little bit of thought process, and you can become profitable. Mm-hmm. right? And so um, – so I started. I started with. Uh, I got a kid that sells brownies in in my class. a Couple brownies and a couple people that sell donuts. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, what I asked them, I'm gonna go with the donuts because the brownies just sounds weird to me. So, <laughs> all right. So, um, so the donuts. Uh, I asked them, Do you have a Venmo? Right. And they were like, No, I, I don't have a Venmo. I'm like, and I'm, I'm. Did they at least know
1: what it was? They knew what it was. Okay, yes, they knew good. what it
0: was. But I'm, I'm using them as the example in the class. I'm like, look. This this group is going to do this project on building a business and I want them to do the donut sales because they're already doing it. They're already turning a profit. Now we can focus on that little skill that you have that little niche that you're already working on. Mm -hmm. And how do we make that better? Right, and that's kind of what you know. That's what our money coaching club is about. We're gonna turn this little example of a kid selling donuts and turn it into something that's better. So right now, the kid's selling. I I think it was like two boxes of donuts, right? And she sells them for a dollar a piece, and so she's selling them. You know, it's twenty-four dollars in gross revenue. Think the box cost her like six bucks each, so she makes twelve dollars in profit.
1: All right, so that's a lot of numbers, but the first thing that you said to her was. Do you have a Venmo?
0: Do you have a Venmo? Right? Right now she's making $12 in profits. That's the bottom line. All right. Okay. So do you have a Venmo? And she said no. And I said, you should have a Venmo because if I was you, if I'm advising you as a coach here in your Mm -hmm. business, I'm trying to ask you to increase your bottom line sales. So here's an idea. Why aren't you collecting the contact information for the people who buy donuts from you? Buy a donut here. Just fill out. Uh, just you know, put your name and number right here. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, before you come to school, you send out an order list. I am selling this donut, the glaze, the chocolate, and the sugar donut. Place your order. Pay me on Venmo. And now, the night before she comes to school, she has. A full order of donuts, so she knows exactly how many she needs to bring. And then she can bring a little more if she wants to continue to sell to new customers. Right. Right? And she was like, you know what? That's amazing. That's better than me assuming I'm going to sell two boxes or three boxes or four boxes. I can pre-sell them.
1: And since they're pre-sold, she's got the money already to go and
0: buy them. Exactly. Right? So that's, that was a little bit, a little idea.
1: Little one. Little
0: one. Then I said, how about you take this to the next level? Well, yeah,
1: because we got to remember at this point, uh, this is a group setting, right? So you have them all split up.
0: I have 40 kids in the class. Right. So So how many
1: kids are in the group with this? Each group has four students. Each group has four students. So we got 10 groups of four. 10 groups of four. All right. So we have four other students sitting at her table where she's already selling donuts. And we just gave her the awesome idea to start a Venmo account and get pre-orders That way she already knows exactly what her uh, inventory needs are for the day. Right.
0: All right. So what's the next next great idea? Okay. So the next great idea is that's her, right? She's already selling the donuts, but she's got three other partners in her group. I said, since this is a group project on building a business, how about your partners also sell? Because they got their own group of friends. Mm -hmm. So why don't you sell to your partners each dozen complete And your business partners go out and they get their own contact information and place the orders directly with you. Then you're the only, all you have to worry about every day is bringing the product that is already pre-ordered and then they can deliver the product.
1: So basically you got, you start with one girl and she's selling those boxes and you got three partners and the three partners are going out and getting as many people as they can, all the people that they know to pre-order those donuts. Correct. And so all she's got to do is show up and deliver.
0: Right, and let's say she continues to sell her two boxes, and since they're pre-ordered, she also is able to bring an extra two boxes, because mm-hmm. right when she gets to school, the disbursement will happen, so she doesn't have to carry the two boxes, the four boxes anymore. She only carries her continued two, mm-hmm. so she, sells, she pre-sells her two boxes, so she's going to sell two more boxes, so sh- she herself has doubled in her production. She's at $24 right nice. in profit. And then she has three other people who are going to bring in $12 a piece because they're going to pre-sell their two boxes. So she's at $24 plus $36. $60 a day. Instead of $12. By changing just a little bit of the way that she looked at things. Just tweaking it. Right? And this is where I sat down with my students and I'm like, look, man. I'm You know, in this class, you have the opportunity to build something that will bring you revenue. You know, that's $60 a uh, a day. A day. That is uh, five days a week, $300 a week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's an extra $1,200 a month. And that's a high school kid. What could you do with an extra $300 a month?
1: <laughs> what could you do with an extra
0: $1,200 a month?
1: Let's do it once, right?
0: I mean, it makes a big difference on the way you look at things. So imagine this high school kid getting out of high school now, maybe going to junior college. And guess what? She probably doesn't have to... Uh, She doesn't have to go out and get a job at this point, because if she's smart, she'll pass on her orders to a new classman, Mm. and the pre-orders would continue to roll. Her job would be to bring them to school every day to place the orders, and then the kids would distribute their stuff. There you go. Why not? And she can continue and take her people on to uh, the junior college, because those kids are all going to grow up together. And then if she ever did have aspirations of owning or having her own donut shop in the future, she'd have an existing clientele that comes to her. <laughs> but it doesn't, you know, and that's way down the road. And she may never do that. She might just stop when she's done graduating like, I'm good. But as she's acquired the skills and acquired the ability to. To earn revenue aside from going to going to work and exchanging her time for money.
1: You know what she's probably going to do is open up a donut shop right across the street from the high
0: school. That would make the most sense, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of my point is now that she's had a different point of view, now that she has the ability to earn income, she's not going to be a slave to that. Um, to that job anymore right. as much. She's opened up her her eyes to a new possibility, and she might take those skills that she learned with the donut, and she might apply them to another type of product or another type of service, and systematize that one so that it starts giving her that passive income that she's looking for. And if maybe one's not as successful as a twelve hundred dollars a month, maybe one is only three hundred dollars a month, but it's passive income.
1: That's still money that you're not working for, and that's still an extra couple hundred bucks a month. We did a whole episode on how to make an extra couple hundred bucks a month, so
0: we know that that's important. That's important, and and I, you know, and and that's that's really why you got into business in the first place, anyways, right? You wanted to step away from that nine to five job, or you got bit by the bug and you enjoyed making a profit, but you got stuck in that trap. Like she was stuck in the trap of the only thing she can think of to make more money was to either raise the price or bring more donuts. And
1: that's why our coaching is so important because we look at problems from a different perspective and problems cannot be solved by the same level of
0: thinking that created them. Right, right. I mean, her it's not that she is incapable of seeing the solutions. She's just so used to being in her box. Mm-hmm. She's so used to doing what she's doing. She's thinking of ways to continue to do what she's doing more and it's not necessarily but what she's doing that she can do more to sell more donuts it's a different way or a different avenue to continue to to it's move opr the it's opr it's other people's resources that's right and so if it can be done by a simple by by a high school student selling donuts it could definitely be done in a business that already exists if you just have somebody else take a look at it no so why'd you get in business in the first place it was to help people solve problems that's your purpose in business and your business's purpose is to make a profit and once you have those profits you can learn to invest them and make a little more passive income for yourself to step away from that security blanket that you're living under that job
1: that just over
0: broke so hopefully we've left you with uh, some value on the table for your time that you're giving us on the podcast Uh, And as always, if you ever have any questions for us, you can email me at Hernan at csfirst.com or
1: james at csfirst.com
0: or you can go to our website www.csfirst that's s-i-r sorry s-i-a-s-f-i-r-s-t
1: forgot how to spell your name for Ah, a second there.
0: csfirst.com and make sure you click on the uh, money coaching club box and request your free coaching call no one's gonna get in your way but you I guarantee you you're your biggest critic and you're scared to take a risk for yourself you never know you might like it when the bug bites I I know I did. (laughs) All right. So make sure you follow us on Facebook at CS first. So you can follow us on Twitter at trades on the road. That's all I got for you guys today. Peace. Bye bye. And I'm out.